If you have a, a morning that you look at and you have an hour of time, there is literally no excuse for you that you can do mindset, uh, eating for performance and exercise in that hour. And so you just need all of the things working for you to sustain peak performance. And certainly there's one huge thing that I have learned, one ginormous thing that I know that you need. Welcome to the Super Sports Mom Podcast, a place for all moms of many and mighty athletes to get support and insights into the world of sports. This is your place to learn, grow, and laugh. I am a sports dietitian, former elite athlete, and newbie sports mom, inviting you to adventure together. This podcast is sponsored by Eat This for Performance, the home of champions. Hello. Uh, today we have a special event. I am going live to record a podcast just for you on Instagram, and it'll be later on the SSM podcast. That's the Super Sports Moms podcast. Now, this is for everybody. And when I started to really look around at peak performers and start to look at successful people, I noticed that there was one thing in common that everyone was talking about, and this is their morning routine. If you already have this amazing morning routine, I would love to know about it because it is something that I have been working towards now, well, like probably my whole life, to be honest, but I didn't really know it. And recently, um, more like recently, let's say in the past five and a half years, my my life has changed in the mornings as I am a mom. And having the mom life means that your mornings are not just your own anymore. When you have young children, you're sharing those mornings with uh, people that you need to feed and clothe and uh, integrate into their morning routines and help them establish morning routines. And so what I've been working towards is getting back my own version of what the morning routine could look like for me if I am going to sustain a performance in my day. And it does start with your morning. If you're someone that wakes up and doesn't get yourself going and fired up for your day very well, this is probably your number one place to look. Um, I just had this conversation over the weekend with some good friends, and we talked about how that initial time in the morning is what really could be getting you going, getting your brain going, um, getting your juices flowing, getting all your inspiration going. So one of the things that um, I've been bringing in in a powerful way is uh, both exercise and mindset. Now, I am Eat This for Performance. I'm the founder of Eat This for Performance, where we are coaching sports nutrition. So I've had the nutrition angle covered for a long time. But if nutrition is something that you're struggling with or you don't know what to do with in your morning routine, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some really key pieces that you should know and some, give you some ideas because I want you to leave inspired from listening to this session today. And I want you to have some actionable things you can think about and then implement in your morning routine. And I know some people um, don't even actually eat in their morning routine. And so that's something we can talk about because there is this whole movement of intermittent fasting, which 
some people do actually cut out their breakfast. And there is this uh, idea that breakfast is the most important meal of the day via some news media articles and maybe a, um, a light amount of research. And that is where some people are really putting a lot of their, you know, their focus. And so it's really, really not so black and white. I'm not here to say that you absolutely need to eat. That is actually something where you learn uh, a bit more about nutrition. You learn about how to manipulate food around your active life and around your mindset work, and you're going to have more success here. So one of the things that I want to walk you through is what it takes to peak in performance in your day. And we're gonna use the morning routine as an example. You can do all the parts of your day though for this. Peaking for performance is something we all do. Uh, you may think that this is reserved for athletes or athletic people. Uh, performance is like going to the Olympics or playing a sport maybe. But I would argue that you perform in every aspect of your life. Uh, for instance, I'm a mom, as I mentioned, and when I have to uh, take care of my children and be there for my children, I consider that a performance on its own. And if you are a parent, you will understand that reality. You have to be energetic, and that's a performance. You have to be 100% present if you really want to be coaching and inspiring your children into their routines. So presence is a big part of peaking for performance. Um, you get that if you're present, let's say in a sport or you're present in your profession, you need that focus, that laser-like attention, that in the zone, you need that as a parent as well. Um, and then the last thing is the the self-confidence and the ability to really be that um, inspiring person. So you're going to need some skills, some knowledge. Um, so as a parent, you may be getting those as you go and we kind of learn on the go, but um, you have to bring it in to your life. So you might have learned how to coach your kids into a morning routine that works and um, be able to go through all of those to peak in your performance as a parent. So this is important. Uh, at as a parent, and that's the hardest example. Now let's talk about your profession. That is an easy example because who here doesn't want to be great at their job or great at the thing they're passionate at? If it's not your job, maybe there's something you're super passionate at that you want to be amazing at. Well, you need all of those things as well. You need the self-confidence in your skills and knowledge and your wisdom to be able to um, do that passion. You need also to have that uh, really that, that self-awareness where you're going to be present in that moment and really enjoy your passion because that's how you get to, in, to be passionate about something. You sit there and enjoy it actually. And um, actually that presence I'm going to talk about again and again because we so often in our busy lives uh, forget about being present in the moment. And this is what we can bring to our morning routine. Uh, have you ever just rushed through your morning and it gets to 11, 12 in your day and you don't know what happened? It's almost like your brain was turned off and that's half your day. Imagine day in, day out, day in, day out, that occurring. That's, that could be your, your life right there. Just rushing through, never being present in your morning, always getting to the next place in your life. And this is what I, um, I want you to be aware of when it comes to your profession. You understand it because you're like, okay, I, I get that I'm enjoying myself, I'm present. Um, 
So I want you to be aware of that. And then the other thing is for your profession, you probably want a ton of energy to do what you have to do. Okay, you might not be uh, playing in the Olympics, like needing that kind of actual physical bursts of energy at the highest level, but you probably need some energy to sustain your performance and peak your performance in that moment. Okay, I just kind of uh, alluded to the next thing that I want to talk about is how the morning routine can now, you can have that peak performance but how we're getting to a sustained performance over many days, many months, many years. And sustaining performance is the hallmark of a successful person. If you want to be a smashing success in your life, if you want to be a a smashing success at the little things that you do, you need to sustain that performance and be able to do it again and again and probably get a little better, a little better, a little better. And that performance is like all those little things that you do that you're going to want to peek in. So you might be wondering now, okay, where does this morning routine fit in, Pearl? What is it? Um, And I don't have all the answers. I don't have it all put together. I don't have the perfect morning routine that I'm going to throw at you here. Um, But what I do know is that if I'm consistent in implementing some things into my morning routine, I will be more and more likely to sustain a peak performance. And I've noticed this lately. So there's some key things that I've brought into my own personal morning routine. I've started to do mindset work to a higher degree than I ever have in my life. Um, I committed to taking a course in meditation. So you might think that meditation is closing your eyes and just sitting there. And that's really how I was brought up thinking about meditation. And I went and sought out professionals who actually specialize in teaching meditation. And there are all levels and and there's nuances to meditating. And it is not the same as mindfulness. And mindfulness um, speaks a lot to that being present, being mindful when you, uh, so now I'll bring in a nutrition example. When you go and sit down and eat your breakfast, you can pause and say, am I hungry? And feel your physical feeling in your body. How does the food smell? How does the food taste? How does it look? That is presence. When you're using all your senses that you have, sight, put into my ears, but I meant to my eyes, sight, your, your hearing, your smell, your taste, your touch, Um, All of these are your senses and they bring you into the present moment and that is mindfulness and that is powerful. The more present you are, the more your performance elevates and that's that's important. Um, But what about meditation? And meditation works at a deeper level on your your brain, on your cognitive abilities. And so I was learning about that because I didn't know anything about mindfulness and meditation and the difference. And that was pretty cool. So I, br- I brought an actual meditation into my morning and I've noticed a difference in my energy levels. Now I already had very good energy because I eat well in the morning and I eat well throughout the day and I understand the foods that have energy in them. But then when you take it into this um, mind uh, training, you actually, it produces a kind of calm in the body that I didn't experience before. So I'm pretty psyched about that. And it really speaks to how I teach nutrition, which is you have to take care of your base of mindset work before you will go on to everything else in your day. So that is one thing. The other piece that I've brought in in um, 
and I'm still figuring out how to bring it in, is uh, exercise. So the morning routine, I would love it if I had an hour to do mindset work and exercise um, and get it all in. The reality that I face a lot of times is either I cut sleep, which I don't believe in for my own personal needs, um, or uh, I'm exercising, or I cut time with my kids in the morning. So I have to make um, choices when it comes to the performance in my life. I have to choose what performance is most important to me on that day. Some days I choose exercise. Some days I choose my children being present for them. Um, And, you know, some days I just choose sleep and that is okay. So my morning routine these days is not actually the same every day. And um, that is okay. The intention is there to do all of these things every day if I can. And then if I don't get to one of them, um, I'm okay getting it to it the next day. The point is to have all of the things that are going to sustain your performance or be part of your um, life, a well-rounded life um, in your day, in your morning if you can. And that to me is the ultimate morning routine. Now, as my kids get older, I might be able to do it all. They're just young right now. And so if you have a, a morning that you look at and you have an hour of time, there is literally no excuse for you that you can do mindset Uh, eating for performance, and exercise in that hour. And so you just need all of the things working for you to sustain peak performance. And certainly there's one huge thing that I have learned, one ginormous thing that I know that you need. And I'm going to share that with you. I don't want to leave you hanging that one thing that is going to be a bit of a game changer for setting up the morning routine. So I will take you through, you know, the, 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 parts of what it takes to build a morning routine um, around nutrition, around eating for performance, because that's something that, you know, once you have that ingrained, that ability, it really can give you a, a, a different kind of energy, okay, that physical energy that you want. Okay, I talked about the mental energy, but the physical energy, if you're missing that, the mental energy is not going to change it. So the physical energy is important in your food that you consume. And it also is going to give you um, all of those other bits of, uh, like I would say, prevention, like disease prevention or inflammation prevention, um, all of the pain prevention in your day, which you want to not have to focus on when you're trying to do your job or be a great mom. So let me take you through the, the aspects of what that is in nutrition. So what, what you need. So what you need um, is, well, basically two things. You need knowledge, the info on nutrition, and the skills to execute. So you can have the knowledge that an apple for your breakfast or a part of your breakfast is maybe performance enhancing. But if you don't have the skill to go to the grocery store and choose your apple properly and um, prepare your apple, then you will not be able to execute. That is a very, very silly example, but that is what I'm, I'm talking about. So we can actually extend that for somebody who's uh, cooking, let's say, raw meat. You may want to have some kind of um, meat at your breakfast as your protein source. And if you do not know how to go to the grocery store, purchase that meat and prepare that meat at home, then you will be missing the skill. That's maybe a more obvious one, especially for younger uh, teens who are just learning how to cook. So you want to have both the knowledge of what to eat and the skills. So in my framework, it's like basically the eat this for performance framework of how I coach, I 
tell you that there are four skills that you absolutely want to have. And the knowledge of those skills is simple. It doesn't have to be complicated nutritional science. We're not talking about going out and getting a master's degree here. We are talking about the just implementing some simple things. Like for instance, um, eating powerful foods. So I uh, always send you to go get my food list if you do not have it. Go get it. It basically lists the powerful foods and their superpowers that they have. And when you look at a list of foods that is just the foods that you want to eat to have powers, you will understand what powers you're getting. So for instance, I have a category called energizers and you will get energy from that category. So if you are looking to have everything in your morning, in your morning routine, you will go from the list, you will go from each of the three categories and eat all three powers. Number one power is to have energy, so energizers. The number two power is to have superfoods. So the superpowers are things like breathe easier and, um, and reinforce your immunity. So you can choose which powers on that morning that you want to have. And then the third power that you want to have is to build muscle. So the muscle builders category, if you eat from all three in your morning, you get all three of the powers that can sustain a peak performance. So that is something if you are, if you're listening now and you realize that there's um, something that I just mentioned that you don't consistently have. And uh, granted, you may need the food list to look through all of the examples. So my superfoods are basically the non-starchy vegetables and the, and the healthier fats like avocados and olives. And so if you're not getting healthy fats or vegetables in your breakfast, that may be a place to look and to um, up your game there. And um, as well, energizers. If you're someone that eats... Um, uh, very little of uh, the cereals and the breads and the oats. Maybe you're a bit of uh, afraid of, of the carbs because of all the hype lately about eating keto or eating low carb. Um, then have a look there because that's a physical source of energy. That's what we call them, the energizers. And they'll sustain you throughout your day. So having some knowledge there and then the skills to prepare those foods is going to help you with that morning routine, of course. Um, then there's the skill. So that's skill one. Skill two is to eat on time. Now you may be someone that's exercising in the morning like myself sometimes. I do not recommend getting up, having a nice hearty breakfast and going and jumping on the treadmill. That would actually hurt your performance and set you up for defeat through the rest of the day, maybe even two days if you um, really did a number to yourself. So I would actually suggest that you do not eat breakfast before uh, early morning workouts. Uh, stick with water, even a tea if you want, but do not jump in and have a breakfast before working out and have your breakfast afterwards. A right away afterwards could be helpful if you're running out the door. A breakfast on the go could be another option. I talk about smoothies a lot for those breakfasts on the go. But remember, you have to have the first skill, which is eating all of the powers. So if you have a smoothie that's just made out of fruit, you're going to be missing two of the, of the three powers in that smoothie. So make sure you're checking off the first skill and then the second skill is eating on time. There are so many situations that I know can arise for you. So here's where I want you to reach out to us at Eat This For Performance and tell us your situations that are coming up in your morning routine. I promise you there is not a single situation we do not have an answer for. We have an answer for surgeons that start surgery in the morning and don't stop till 10 o'clock at night. We have answers for everybody. So there is a way to eat for performance. 
All right, the other skill that I'm going to share with you, but you will not understand this skill fully unless you are going through our course and going through skill one and skill two. And that's the skill to eat like a champion. And in my definition of a champion, I call it somebody who sustains excellence, sustains that excellent performance again and again and again. A champion to me is someone who shows up and shows up again and shows up again. They're not a one-hit wonder. And when we coach the last, that well, it's actually the third skill of eating like a champion, we tell you what are these non-negotiables in skill one and skill two that you have to be doing every day to eat like a champion. And it's um, simple things like eating your energizers three times in one day at least. So spread your energy intake throughout the day and you will show up better for everybody, for yourself, for your family. So making sure to get those in. Um, if, um, if you're somebody who's much more active, uh, then you want to be having more energy in your day. So you can look at that category and just up the amount and it should help you to match what you're doing with what you are consuming. So eating like a champion is committing every single day to some non-negotiable amazing habits where you eat powerful food and you eat on time. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about bringing into your morning routine. And I am able to do this um, every single day. I am slowly coaching my young children to do this. My five-year-old daughter can talk about what is the energizer on her plate. Um, she does know when she puts honey on her crepe that she's having extra energy and that you know she's going to be okay for gym class today. So we're, we're teaching her nice and, and slowly these ideas, but this is what you can be doing in your own family, talking about the powers the food has and connecting it um, piece by piece to what the, that ritual, that habit should be in your morning to make sure you have all the components of what it could, what could help you sustain a peak performance throughout your day. All right, there is one more skill, and I said there's one thing that I wanted you to understand that is crucial to your morning routine, that is crucial to a sustained peak performance, and I have been deep diving into this this year in a powerful way. And so I always taught three skills in my course, okay, since I've developed it at Eat This for Performance, it's actually not that old, but we've taught three skills, which you just heard about, uh, eat powerful food, eat on time, and eat like a champion. And we could have ended my course there. And in fact, uh, we're relaunching the course in a few weeks, and it's the current course ends there, and I give you a few recipes on top of that to you know put into action these skills. Now I've uh, realized that there is a missing entire skill. I had a one little video on this skill and this skill is crucial. Anyone who coaches anybody else, you will know this to be true. And I will say the boring way of saying it and then I'm gonna tell you why that doesn't work for people. So the, ultimately the boring way is, it's called goal setting. And I have been maybe a couple times in my life asked to set goals. I mean, even when I was an a elite university hockey player, I was told sometimes to set goals before games of what I wanted to accomplish. It always didn't really necessarily work for me. And there was something missing and I finally get it. I get it because in teaching this goal setting skill, 
um, over and over again and in listening to how people set better goals from themselves and what there, there are concepts coming out um, that use the neuroscience that we know. So um, I've, I've come across another skill that was missing and it's missing from a lot of nutrition programs. And this is the skill of creative goal setting and I teach it in the the way that uh, is going to light up your right brain and in that way it connects your right brain your creative brain to your left brain um, there is an author uh, Daniel Pink he writes this book um, I'm just gonna make sure I get the name right I think it's the mm, hold on mm. Oh yes, it's a whole new mind. And Daniel Pink, um, he's famous for using these left brain statistics that he's accumulated because he claims himself he's very left brain thinking and he does statistical research as a, um, something that uh, he wants to bring to you. So he's written several books. Anyways, he um, talks a lot about uh, how right brain thinkers um, are the future and he looks at the advancement of technology in our society as an indicator, globalization, where a lot of our jobs, let's say North America, our statistical jobs are going to be able to be outsourced to other countries, are currently being outsourced, um, and that also robotics can take over jobs that are more systematic, even coding. So he's saying that what we need from humans, from people, and especially uh, here in North America, where we get a lot of training in universities, is that the right brain thinking, the thinking of cre creatively, the thinking outside the box, the bringing in the left brain statistics and science and everything and, and bringing a creative angle on it. And uh, so what I have come to, to realize is that this com comes also into goal setting is we can be all logical about our goals that we have. And if you think about any goal that you have for yourself, um, I know if uh, you're thinking, if you're a professional, you might have professional goals to hit. If you're, you know, the classic example is a salesperson who wants to hit their sales numbers. Um, but you could simply be uh, looking to be, you know, really more recognized in your career and, um, that there's some kind of award or recognition or, or followers if you're an influencer. Um, so we want to be um, looking at those goals and bringing in the right brain. And so my fourth skill, and this is the big aha, the fourth skill that you would absolutely want to have and implement in your morning routine is the be a success story skill. And I just gave it a fun title, but it's basically to write your success story. And there are a lot of people who journal in the morning. I don't, I'm not there yet. You know, this, this is where I say, I don't have the perfect morning routine. Probably if I woke up and journaled and wrote down my successes, my wins or my um, things that, you know, people talk about things they're grateful for in their life and, and projecting out things they want to accomplish that day. Um, I do it more in my mind at this point, but some people will literally write it down and um, writing down your success story, sharing your success to be and sharing your successes of the past is powerful. And this is a skill, uh, it's basically the skill of goal setting, but just done in a way that activates your right brain more. So in the course, I actually walk
walk you through the steps on how you can do this quite simply and how to bring in goal setting and uh, big dream setting. That's my favorite because I know I, I have a lot of followers that um, are that have young kids or kids still, and my kids may be listening. My uh, not my personal kids, but you know my my athletes, my young athletes, and I hope you listen to this and get the idea that part of the goal setting and nutrition should include your biggest dreams in life. And so if that means playing professionally in your sport or playing in the Olympics, set those dreams and be clear about those because the intention that that's your your end game or that's the place where you would feel like you've arrived, you've achieved success, then that's going to carry you through through all the little successes and give you a guidance of if you're if you're looking to eat more broccoli or spinach in your day, it's not going to motivate you that it's going to make you feel healthier. That's very, very few people are highly motivated by that. It's actually going to be way more motivating to say this, this spinach is going to put you on the podium one day. And just think about that. Spinach will put you on the podium one day. We'll put that gold medal around your neck where you're going to, you're going to shine. And it's because you ate spinach. And once you connect that emotion that right brain emotional thinker to the left brain, I got to eat spinach, then you're on to something. So that last skill, that all important skill is what I've learned needs to come into the morning routine in a powerful way. And so when you become a a really, really good morning routine uh, creator, you can in- implement all of these things and you can implement some of the nutrition skills. And I don't, I don't profess to say that it's, you know, something that I have a hundred percent figured out for myself. So we're always all figuring it out. So I'm going to end this, uh, kind of this, it's actually a podcast. It's an Instagram live. I'm going to end it by um, putting the question out to you. What do you do for your morning routine now? I'd love you to share it with us on social media um, via Instagram or Facebook. You can uh, tweet at us. We um, even, you know, we use all forums here. And if you would like, you can even email us if you are uh, somebody who doesn't use any social media because this is also going on our podcast. And what we're wanting to do is put together um, a picture of who is, like what, who, well, who is actually aiming to have a peak performance, okay? If it's you're talking about yourself, and I hope you are, but you may also be talking about, um, if we're talking in super sports moms, you may be talking about family members and describing what their routines are and how you're helping support their peak performance is um, also going to be helpful because it's, I know it's something that as, as a mom, I'm I feel responsible for my kids' performance in their day when I put their breakfast in front of them and um, I teach them these these morning routines. So do share with us. We would love to know. And we also just want to uh, nicely announce that in a couple of weeks, that is on April 3rd, we are launching this next version of the Eat This for Performance course. We're very excited for this, uh, this new version because of the last skill, because of all all the other skills being really clearly a journey on eating for peak performance and sustaining that performance using food, um, bringing it into all aspects of your day and, and yes, your morning routine. So we're going to be launching that April 3rd. If you are um, 
looking at our stuff before April 3rd, you can actually get the uh, course at the current price. It is going to go up. So you're going to be able to take advantage at the current price before it goes up and get access to that version too when it goes up. So an, uh, a definitely an exciting way to get this uh, course and to get into the Eat This for Performance community where we are coaching those sustained performances every, every week and every day. Um, if you are super, super new to me, I um, I encourage you to <laughs> introduce yourself. And I have done a horrible job introducing myself today. So I'll end um, with a, a quick introduction of who I am and what um, what I got going on here at Eat This for Performance. But my name is Pearl Nirenberg, and I am the uh, owner and founder of Eat This for Performance. And uh, here we are coaching nutrition differently. We are coaching a natural and engaging way to eat for performance, to eat foods that are powerful. And we are also coaching um, to avoid serious restrictions or even mild restrictions if they're going to be negative in your life. So we want you to know you do not have to diet. You do not have to do something drastic. You can tweak what you already do and you might just up your game in everything you do. And I have a team here. We have Lindsay Harris and is another sports dietitian. We have Margot Lacoste, who's a former dietitian and has raised four amazing athletic children and we have Naily Sanchez who is our tech and our um, artistic support here who is getting us this course uh, wrapped up in a beautiful nice way that you're going to see the results of that in a few weeks so we look forward to introducing you into our into our um I guess our, our community, our family, and we have a, a private Facebook group, Eat This for Performance, where you can join us and chat with us regularly when we go live. So I go live uh, to coffee chat with you just privately in that group, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I also uh, go live with Lindsay, often with Lindsay, um, at noon on our public fan Facebook page to present something interesting. And then every day of the week, we are sending you information that's going to help your uh, nutrition performance that day. So if you want to get on our newsletter, you have to basically just uh, currently sign up for our food list, but we're going to have some easier ways to get on our newsletter in the near future. So that's what we got. And I look forward to hearing from you and meeting you in the very near future. So I'm going to sign off now and I look forward to seeing you again really soon. Thank you for listening to the Super Sports Mom podcast this time. My wish is that you feel more empowered than ever to live your dream sports life. If you get inspired from this message, amazing. Share it with a friend and pass that inspiration along. I can't wait to share the next adventure with you. See you next time. Hey, does getting the right food in front of you at the right time seem a little daunting sometimes? Well, a lot of times. You're not alone. And that is why here at Eat This for Performance, we are making people's lives easier by taking out all of the guesswork from performance eating for all of the situations you may be in. Eating out, eating in at the grocery store, or just looking at that food down on your plate wondering if that is the right thing to be eating. So we have something that we'd like to give you that is our performance eating foods list. If you hop on over to et4p.com, you can grab our food list and start going right away at eating the performance foods that you want to eat. Once you have the food list, you'll be well on your way to digging into our four-part framework and really starting to become a confident athlete or a confident parent in your food selections. 
So have a look and definitely reach out to us if you have any questions whatsoever. We're here cheering you on as you eat for that top performance in sport and in life.